0: Om Sri Ram. welcome to question and answer session. As we look around, we find the situation very, very disappointing all over the world. We find the pandemic, in addition to that, New forms of virus threatening and the war there between Ukraine and Russia. We find the threat of a global war, the nuclear war, biological war, chemical war. Well, uh, people have been speaking all these subjects. That's what we read from the newspapers and hear from our social media. Situation seems to be quite hopeless, hopeless. At times we feel that we are left as orphans with no hope. What is to be done? Things are really very pathetic. So, it doesn't mean that we should remain hopeless. It doesn't mean that we should be dejected, despondent, and disappointed. Still, let us be hopeful. Still, Therefore, let us hope in the present hopelessness. What we need today? We need not a fixed doctrine. We need a movement that has got prospects in future. Constant movement is required. We are faced with a a challenge in a way for new discoveries for the unknown spaces. A challenge for faraway stars. Mind you, whole sky is open for you. We need teachings that give us an impetus, an incentive, a challenge, and an encouragement. It's high time that we consider this earth a temple of healing. Earth is neglected. We are off the earth on earth and will be back to earth, but we seem to neglect it and even forget about it. But the fact is the earth is to be considered as a temple of healing, not only of the body, but of the soul too. Earth is a holy place where everybody is whole. Not split. Not schizophrenic. We are wholesome. Therefore, let's not consider earth and uh, let's not consider earth as as one that we take things for granted. With, With all this Extremes, with all these situations quite challenging, a new order floats about it. There in the hearts of many intelligent and courageous people, they are not hopeless now, they are hopeful. And there is a longing for a greater life, for a higher life, for a better life that's what is hope. Let's not be hopeless altogether no there's an order that brings health, a new hope and let that, that dream be a reality let that let that be a reality, yes and as we watch the situation, mad crowd has come close to a, a global suicide. A global suicide indeed. But here at this juncture, we are left with only two alternatives. Either we should transform ourselves, transform yourself into a new man, the Superman, or get ready to disappear from this earth. Therefore, one of the two, yes, transformation on one side, the other side, no alternative other than being dropped out. Therefore, broadly speaking, I don't think that man wants to die. I don't think that trees either want to die. Birds and animals, no, they don't want to die. And I don't think that life wants to commit a suicide, no. Life never wants it. And on the other hand, the life will choose to transform itself and give birth to a superman. Life is ever fresh, ever new. Therefore, what we are supposed to do is to drop the whole arrangement that politicians around the world are making ready for you, for committing suicide. The political decisions Almost seem to be like that. Forces of life, on one hand, and forces of death, on the other hand, are confronting each other. Forces of life are fragile, while forces of death are very strong. Still, death cannot win over life. Impossible. Hate cannot win over love. The ugly cannot win over the beautiful. Please bear this in mind. Live in hope. Better we have, better we live in endless hope rather than hopeless end. Thank you. Now I pass on to The next question. Things seem to be very silly as we go through the pages of history. Very silly. Particularly in the field of religion. We are divided socially. We are divided economically. We are divided geographically. We are divided on grounds of language. On every issue we are divided. But to be divided in the field of religion and spirituality is very, very silly. Utter stupidity. Total foolishness. Religion is meant to unite us. It is meant to bring us together, establish peace, harmony, and fraternity among all of us. It is not there to split humanity, but just look into the history, please. Prophet Muhammad had one son and a daughter. And the daughter has her husband, Therefore, the family comprises three, son, daughter and son-in-law. The question started long back. Who should be the successor to Muhammad? Is it the son or son-in-law? Of course, to you and to me it matters nothing. Because we are not affected, we are not related. The whole Muslim community is divided into Shia's and Sunnis. Shia's and Sunnis are two sections in uh, Islam followers, of course, both of them believe in Kaaba, both of them accept Quran. In all essentials, they agree, totally agree. But for 14 centuries, 14 centuries, they were killing each other. Does it not look silly? Being in full agreement, so far as the fundamentals of Islam are concerned, still we are divided on silly grounds, who should be the successor, son or son-in-law. In so doing, we forget all about religion, all about evolution. We forget all about inner growth. There is no time to think along these lines. Therefore, I personally feel that the value must be fixed anew. It must be fixed anew. We cannot have the same a repetitive value. It must be fixed anew constantly as times change. As times change, we need to change. Why? Because life is a flux, it is just like a river. It goes on moving. It remains fresh and clean only through movement. By any chance, if you stop its movement, river becomes dirty. In other words, movement is the cleansing process, is a cleansing process. Just think, please think. Therefore, we need to change as per the pattern of life, as per the demands of life. Take, for example, the life of Mahavira. Mahavira is the 24th Tirdhankara. A very, very great man. And there are two sects among Jains. One sect feels that Mahavira lived naked, while the other sect says that he wore transparent clothes given by God. He only appeared naked. So, we have two sections there, Digambaras and Svetambaras on this issue they were they were fighting for almost 25 centuries does it not look silly and uh, some would say that mahavir meditated with open eyes some say no no he meditated with closed eyes <coughs> and we don't meditate but we begin to question whether he meditated with open eyes or closed eyes in the process the foundation the fundamentals are forgotten forgotten <coughs> <coughs> swami was joking at one time he was telling all of us there is an elephant in tirupati an elephant And that 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 elephant carries on its head the marks of Vaishnava cult three lines White White in the middle red very very glaring, quite conspicuous. Now there's a difference of opinion between two sections. How should the marks be there on the head of an elephant? Should you should it be V shape or U shape? V or you? Arguments and arguments, and they went to the court. You know that, and the matter is taken to even Supreme Court. In the Supreme Court, even and. The judgment is delayed, naturally. No court decides immediately, as we know. It is very much delayed. And in the meantime, the elephant died. That's what Swami says. So, how silly we are, how silly we are, as to be uh, divided on silly grounds. And in one way, the fixation of values have destroyed humanity and the whole experiment of evolution. This has to be thought over seriously. Seriously, yes. We should show concern on this issue. With the result, one should be alert each moment to die to the past and be born anew so one remains fresh. Clean and flowing. Let's not hold on to the past. Let's die to the past and be born anew. Take, for example, the life of Galileo. It is Galileo who stated that earth goes round the sun, but the Bible says sun goes round the earth. the bible and christians believe that earth is so vast and we cannot see or expect any movement there but on the other hand we see sun rising and sun setting morning and evening so it is possible for the sun to go around the earth and not the earth to go around the sun that was the argument of christians as stated in the Bible. But the fact is, it is the earth that goes around the sun. Say this. He was put to all kinds of torture, poor Galileo. And he was summoned to appear in the court of Pope. At an age when he was between 75 and 80 years old, poor man. And Pope ordered ordered him to change his book as per the version of the Bible. Because the Holy Bible is written by God himself. Otherwise, the Pope said to Galileo, Look here, your books will be burned, and even you will be burned, Galileo, mark this. Poor man, he had to listen to these harsh words. And he pleaded with the Pope saying, My Lord, this theory has nothing to do with religion, prayer, or meditation, or dance, or music. You you are free in every aspect. We don't interfere. My statement is that earth goes around the sun. But it was forced and forced. But, Galileo did not budge even an inch. He wrote a footnote. He wrote a footnote on his um, on his doctrine at the end of it. There in the footnote he writes, Poor man, still left with a sense of humor. What he said was, Neither sun nor earth reads my book. No chance. But still, earth goes around the sun, he said. Don't we find it true today? The planes and the rockets moving around the earth. Earth is a globe and not flat. Therefore, There's every need to renew our values. And perhaps we may have to fight for bringing in, ushering in new values. To that end, we should be creators and create new values. Values which are contemporary values, which are supported by latest discoveries, latest experiments in science, psychology, in every other field. Yes, the body purifies itself through knowledge and by experimenting, this knowledge elevates. Knowledge elevates itself. This has to be remembered. One example. There are many people who want human consciousness to its highest possible peaks. Human consciousness to be at its highest possible peaks. That's what they want. Let us consider them as Physicians, and to those physicians who expect the consciousness to its highest peaks, O physicians, let us tell them, heal, heal thyself first. Better you cure first yourself before you think of curing anybody. You be free of all superstitions. You be free from all senseless dead parts. You should be new every moment. This will be your health, O physician, the champion of human consciousness to its highest possible peak. That's what I got to remind him. And now, what happens? When once these champions change, on seeing their awareness, their love, their compassion, their blissfulness, will prove that others are wrong. Yes, they should stand as an example. With the result, they have to change. That's all. People won't change by argument. Presenting your life in the new light, is very much required, so that others in darkness can see you clearly. They will also understand the cause for misery and sickness. As I said, we need to change. Let's take, for example, Mahavira. Mahavira said, I have said the last word, he said. Last word, that his is the last word. No more to be discussed. No more to be discovered about human consciousness. And Mahavira is 24th Tirthankara. And he said, there is no need for 25th Tirthankara. The same seems to be the attitude and declaration of Buddha, too. Take, for example, Prophet Muhammad. Prophet Muhammad said, after me, there will be no prophets. I have brought all knowledge. Nothing is any longer hidden. Understand this. Everything is revealed to you. But, Friends, there are thousands thousands of paths that have never been trodden. Please underline. Thousands of paths that have never been trodden. A thousand forms of health and hidden islands of life. They are all hidden in the islands of life so many forms, so many paths in front of us. Man and man's earth are still unexhausted and undiscovered. Undiscovered. So, let's not say that the world has reached a saturation point. It's wrong to say that. It will never reach saturation point. Divinity is creative, creativity is divine, humanity is just the reflection of the divinity that has got to be creative, ever new, ever fresh, vibrant and radiant. Therefore, let's not think all things have come to an end, certainly not. One time a boy spoke in front of Swami, saying this word, Nabhuto never in the past, nor in future. Swami called him, close to him and said, you can say never in the past. How can you say nor future? How can you say that it will not happen in future? How are you sure that better things won't appear? How do you speak of future? Therefore, new things are going to appear. Many paths are going to be open for all of us, provided we are alert, awake and arise. Thank you.